Today on EPL, we will discuss the power of our no. Is putting ourselves first selfish or is it a virtue? Stay tuned. This is this is so inspiring to me. This is like music I need before I go into the courtroom and I just be walking, <laughs> slow motion like I'm about to put the smack down on y'all. You 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 gonna be in a courtroom sooner than you think. You keep sexually harassing me. That's all I'm saying. I got witnesses. I do too. I got the same witness you got. And the witness is gonna say the truth. And where it is that going to leave lie. you? It is, like, I'm not a good liar. It's, 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 <laughs> You're not? I'm a terrible you? liar. Are you a good liar? I don't lie. I'm a terrible liar. Okay, that was a lie, so you're good. <laughs> no, I'm a terrible liar. So you're good. Liar. You said, I don't lie. Terrible liar. Because I Because I believe you for a second that you don't lie. Like, I can't remember my lies. Well, that means so you, you can call. tell a good lie, but it's, you get you She's going to say, I'm not a liar. I, let me tell you something. I stopped trying to lie a long time ago. Because I realize I'm just not good at it. I'm incredible. I just don't think about it. Yeah, I know you are. Because you was lying to your mama for like three years. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) All the things that get revealed on Eat, Pray, and Live. For those of you guys out there. I told you I was mischievous. I, I said I was mischievous. I tried to warn you. I tried to warn you. I didn't to, even do nothing. I now I got to talk to my mom and she's going to be like, what you <laughs> lie about? What was you lie about? It's in, in the past. I'm not going to tell you. Don't ask. So let's move on. Wow. <laughs> Man, wow. we see what's in your DNA. Welcome, you guys. <laughs> Okay, you you know you're in for a very lively show. I am so mischievous today. And she hasn't even started about. drinking yet, America. And I got that Schenectady vibe. That's all you're going to well, get, Courtney. Oh, you know what it is? The bubbles fill up. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. You feisty, too, now. I'm really not. I think you are. It's the Kendrick Lamar. Y'all both look sporty today. I, you know sporty. what? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I think we're all sporty, which is which is good. You're cute in your little denim jacket, and I love the hair. Love she the looks hair. like a revolutionary. She ready to get it sparked and started on any street corner. I mean, is that like the permanent like description because of the froze? Like, is yes. That is? Like, I have to. Like, a, a fro a is a very. It's, I don't care who's symbolic. wearing it. It could be a black person wearing it. It could be a Jewish person wearing it. Yeah. Who's ever wearing a fro? Y'all look like y'all ready to get it started. Like, okay. yeah. Like, you got a picket sign in your bag or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good, though. Okay, let me introduce you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm Sheree Fletcher. And to my left is my male me, who's been harassing me. Uh, but anyway, my male me, Demetrius Jones, is in the house. Hello, world. <laughs> Sheree is lying right now. Not harassing her. I mean, technically... Well, it would be considered workplace harassment. Thank well, what you. is it when somebody tells you, touch this? <laughs> so you guys harass each other. <laughs> Whatever. But it's still harassment. This is a bush. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying and, to choose. All I'm going to say is this. Okay. If I was a woman, I just would not want to have breasts. They seem like a lot of work. I think they're a lot of work, too. They feed people. I think they're hot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They They're feed hot, people. like, temperature-wise? I, I hate summer breasts. 
Like, I don't like, because you got to wear bras, and I just, ugh, it's just You put deodorant under there? Oh! Deodorant, no. <laughs> Who does that? This dude I know is like, it's like a little armpit. They got to put deodorant in. Oh! <laughs> that is well, nasty! Well, okay, they don't have the same glands as armpit. <laughs> it was stupid. Do you, do you, a friend of mine, talk, well, last but never least, Courtney Stewart, <laughs> That's you guys. That's me talking. Hi, guys. A friend of mine told me she, they, they um, that when she grew up, her mom taught her to put baby powder between her thighs. Yeah. That's a recipe that for cancer. My mom ain't never taught me that. My mom, we did that. Someone received a substantial award, I believe it was from Johnson & Johnson or one of those uh, cornstarch makers for, yeah. for, for giving them giving cervical, the baby cancer. cervical cancer. I stopped using it. I used to use uh, baby powder. So I they don't make it, it anymore? They still no, make they it. They still make it. But, but, so then we put it on the baby. Well, people were putting it in their underwear. Yes, and that's like, where I put it. to keep it dry, and yeah. that was... But isn't that what we do as a parent? Don't we put it? I in remember putting it in a diaper. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's. But that's like I don't know if it's safe underwear. or not. All thing I can tell you is that she received a substantial award. Oh, I think God. she died too. Oh, well, damn, know, she can't I even enjoy that. the reward. Her yeah. family can. Okay. Yeah, but kind of you know that. But it still helps chafing between the thighs. It's just See, it's sh- sh- and it's good for getting oil out of clothes. You can put really yeah, and they'll lift the stain. It'll lift lift the oil. Up. Can't you use baking soda for that? I use I use baby powder. So what is the just, primary purpose of baby powder? Powder is to keep you cool, right? Absorb. It absorbs. Well, absorbs Keeps moisture. moisture. Mm-hmm. But you can't put it in your drawers no more. You ain't supposed All to. All right. I wouldn't advise it. You can't do whatever you, you like. You ever put this baby powder in your drawers? I used to, yes. What? Every day. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Now I just use this. Uh, I used to use Axe, but now I use uh, Playboy VIP spray. I like that better. It smells good. You spray your balls? Like, what? Yes. <laughs> Okay, when you see uh, the commercials and they're doing the axe spray, it's really... It's really not about that. It's really about down there. Keeping That's that really where you spray. We fresh. guys used to for years. What we would do is just put cologne down there, and it burns now, who like hell. Who taught you to do that? Did your mama teach you to do that? Or Why did, would my mom teach me about? Did, well, because I mean, did I, she, she might have heard. Like she'd be yeah, like, "Baby, like, your balls you know, is a little smelly. I'm gonna need you to." This you know. is something that guys fit, kind of figure out on their own. My dad, you know, I'm sure if he was that guy, type of guy, he would have taught me that. But no, we figured they out. They were stinky, huh? They were stinky, and you. They you eventually do. I mean, it, I, I remember it's between your legs. I remember having a conversation like, with my boy, uh, my boy Lee from Detroit, and he was talking about he used cologne, and I was like, oh, I don't use cologne, I use baby powder. He's like, yeah, cologne burns. I was like, I know, right? Don't you wish they had some type of spray for us to spray down there? Yeah, fast forward about fifteen years later, so they Axe do came have, out. So, and what is it called? For like Axe. personal spray? No, Axe. Like Axe no, no, no. But Trey has Axe, but I think Axe has all different types of products and different. But series. they have a body spray. And that's, so it's called body spray. Yeah, but that's gotcha. really what it's for. Yeah. Nobody. You I'm not putting that balls. that on my body. I got cologne for that. Do, do you spritz down there? No. You don't? Mm-mm. Never? No. I'm afraid of chemicals near my happy place, so I don't put nothing that wasn't naturally supposed to be there. But isn't it isn't it interesting that we're we're afraid of chemicals and it was the, the baby powder that we should have been watching out for? That's true, that's true, that's true. But if, at least with us, though, you can eat right and your stuff will smell hey, that's right. That's right. What's what's the trick I'm, to... Wait, what? You eat right and your stuff smells right. Oh, I thought you... What's the trick to that? Well, Let's... not that, Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> But you're like pineapple or something? No, let's just no. move on. Okay. This is a, a, a hostile work environment at this point. I just want to move this on. Is, but this is an interesting conversation because I want to know what you eat. And I'm going to tell you this. I, I've been traveling. Uh, I celebrated my dad's um, 70th birthday party back home mm-hmm. in upstate New York, Schenectady. Amazing. Had so much fun. 
Um, however, I was trying to use the bathroom in Chicago where I had my connection, and it was so funky up in oh, there. That I, I, I was like, like I'm it wasn't wait. clean. Like, like, no, it no, was, it like was like somebody some old wasn't clean. Coochie. Yeah. Oh, that, that ain't nothing to turn you out of a bathroom. Cook it in that smell. You be oh. like, oh, who was that? And, and, and the lady was walking out. You knew, but, you but s- no, but I. But see, the thing is, what I know is, you don't know if that was her scent it could, it or lingers, man. You know, or if it was somebody before her. But it, it was like it was so overwhelming. I'm like, but what do you do for that? Hmm. What do you do for that? I mean, everybody has a different body odor. It's supposed to be an aphrodisiac, right? Well, well, I mean, to, isn't some it, of that? But it's not to like, everyone. Like, supposed to arouse. Like, you, your pheromones and all that yes. are specific. So, you specifically attract certain things. I mean, if your shit is, like, rotten and smelling, like, that's something else. You might, you want to check out for some STDs. You might be putting a little too much vinegar in your diet, you know, Ooh. something like that. Even too much sugar will make you not have the proper... Oh, yeah. But you get, balance. like, candida or something? Yeah, you can grow yeast and it'll make it grow. What's candida? Some it's type of, of yeast. yeast. For women? That women? Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that's not about... Our show has nothing yeah. to do with... Yeah, all I have to say, Genital y'all got a lot going on down there. <laughs> it's not really that much. I feel like y'all got more going on. I promise you we no, don't. You, I feel no. they do, too. Because no, y'all got no. that hanging out and other things hanging yeah, but, out and then your booty right there. Like, we, but y'all, okay, let like, me say this. Uh-huh. Let me say this. But y'all have to keep a balance down there. You're growing things. We don't well, grow that down there. That's just because they're internal. Actually, you do grow things What we grow down there? Men can get yeast down there, too. Especially if they don't keep it dry properly. No. You can get, just like you get athlete's no. foot, you can get jock itch and all that. Na- well, like that's, okay, well, that's different. That's things fungus that on we your balls. all get on our you feet. You get fungus on your I've balls. I've never had fungus on my balls. I'm glad. I hope I you have it. I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody who has had fungus on their balls. But it is Garland a possibility. Has. Who's she been dealing with? Be <laughs> 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 like, no. This it's called, right you I read, damn it. You uh-huh. haven't ran across the moldy balls in your day? I've never run across moldy balls in my face. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Oh, what kind of balls have you run across in your face? Did you ever have to? Did you ever have to pass on something because it just wasn't right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing. This is the thing. We everybody knew because one guy kind of told everybody. It ain't right. Oh, and so we all kind of knew. That's like K. Michelle. Poor baby. Well, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's no, no, no. I don't know this story. I don't know if allegedly. It's, no, I don't know if it's true. But they had a whole thing about talking about you know her box on the not show not being fresh. They did it on the Breakfast Club. I mean, it's yeah, well, it's like that's kind of word on the street. Well, you know, it's good because now but that's she knows. Terrible. That's yeah, true, no, but that might not be. Know, but it might not be true, though. That's well, the thing. If it's, just... if it's not true, then you know some guy will, you know, venture, venture there and and, and try to find out. Because I would think this, like, you know how when we try to hurt people, like yeah. we try to hurt our, our black actors, we say they're gay. We try to hurt women. What could be more hurtful than saying you your know, your, your, your stuff stank? That's pretty bad. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> hurtful. So because it, because yes. you, it's like a two pronged assault because you're saying that you have. Hygiene problems, and you're also saying there's something wrong with your, your vagina, yeah. such that I don't want to be a part of it. Mm. My vagina is like I, it's, it's it's where I, I so incubate nobody, life. Well, nobody says no to vagina, so it's like no to sacred vagina. to me. It's the the vagina is sacred. 
Do you do you think that most women feel like that? Like it's sacred really? because that's where they incubate life. Think about it. I think that's the or, most or sacred. Or is it because that's the better than one of the main I don't reasons. think about the vagina as being sacred because it incubates life. No. That that's, that's, like, right. that's the womb. Like right. that's not the vagina. The right. vagina is sacred. Well, right. Right. I think women okay, think it's sacred because it, this it is down. like their their man getting that is your place <laughs> of pleasure. A place of pleasure, but I I, I kind of look at them all in all in one because the vagina is what leads the pleasure leads to the. That's because you're a mom. Yeah, right. To the incubation. Yeah, I don't want to no. think about oh, okay. that. Okay, no. I'm not trying so to be beautiful. a mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't, because I don't, I don't think about my 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 penis like that. Like it's the vagina ain't the happiest place on earth. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> depending on who's it is. Okay. But yeah, yeah. so why did you have to pass? Why did I have to pass? Because it wasn't right. Yeah, What'd you no. say? How do you say that? How do you say no? How do you say no? Because that's kind of going to tie into our show. As a... How do you say no? As a guy? I've said no as a guy a few, a few times. Because like, you weren't in the mood. Right. Like, was it like, ooh, we did... Oh, damn. Hey. Oh, one time oh. I said... No, one time I said no because <laughs> she was underaged. Uh, in Michigan, the age of consent is... Uh, 16, if you're over 16 and the girl is younger than that, then you don't need, if you do something, there's a possibility. And so, so I was about a year or so too old for that. So yeah, but when were you, when did you say no, though? Yeah, I'm, I assume that you weren't in the act of doing something and then you found out her age. I'm assuming that happened before. Right. Yeah, but that don't count. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being in the, in the midst moment. of about to make it into go down. Into the midst of like, about to? Oh, something ain't right oh, about that. Snap. Let me move on. Oh, because oh, I haven't had that. It's like a, a thing like I already knew. Like, oh, that's not somebody that's go, that I'm going to, to, to be with. But I've said no like on a follow-up. Like I didn't enjoy it the first time. So when the person called the second time. Yeah. I why, pretended why like. Why didn't you enjoy it the first yeah. time? Yeah. What makes it not enjoyable? If everything was clean and in place and mm. everything was, you know. Is this the dead fish? She just couldn't fuck. Some women, some women can't. She couldn't take dick. She couldn't fuck. She couldn't move. Didn't like the sounds. This is just an overall terrible affair. Like, this is not correct. <laughs> Damn. You didn't like the sounds? We're going to have to put one of those. What is it? There was those, those explicit. Uh, and no labels parental warning on our on our on the, the, the well Even I remember the first day I asked Daryl when we were doing the test shows I was like so I can cuss he's like have at it, it. then there it is now I don't know once there we move is. to like network or something like that I'm gonna have to you're gonna be bleeped it's gonna be, be fine it'll be fine I no, I promise you. Because, like, it, yeah. I don't only, I cuss purposefully. I really can cut it off. I don't just let them fly. I can only cut it off in front of my mama. Really? Mm-hmm. I, cut, I can not cuss comes, this entire show. It comes, it comes. When it comes, it comes. When mm. it's there, like. It's boom. There especially it is. fuck. So fuck is just. <laughs> it's a, that's a good word, though. I don't have a replacement there for it. There is nothing as grat. Gra- there's no word that is, to me, that is more gratifying. Yeah. If you're angry or whatever, and it's just like a, uh. I try not to. According say to that. you, you cuss more around me. I do. You bring that out. Even when I'm not cursing, she just starts. I'm like, like, why do you? What is that? Influence. I'm like, he brings that. He brings that out, mm. out of me. I free you. I would say I don't want to be free. Mm-hmm. Oh. Rick James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Rest in peace. Oh my God! Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Well, let's get into um, let's let's talk about Mr. Jesse Williams, um, hero or hypocrite. The picture that we have. <laughs> That's the picture <laughs> you chose. Wait, there's another one too. 
That is a, a picture of uh, Jesse Williams. He is an actor and an activist, and he is holding his humanitarian award that was uh, given to him last year um, at the BET Awards. Well, he gave a very, very impassioned speech that, mm -hmm. for some reason, oh, look, I, lo I love that. That's the, 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 the fist. He, um, where are my daggone notes? I'm being terrible with my notes, y'all. Right, Excuse me. So uh, anyway, so his words, he gave this impas uh, impassioned uh, speech and plea for racial uh, equality. And um, his his words really ignited uh, a firestorm <clears throat> and uh, debate against the viewers of his show, uh, actually against <clears throat> people all over uh, the world, really, and uh, for uh, his the stars uh, on Grey's Anatomy, and they were saying that he was spewing blatant ra racism, and they were trying to band together to get him. And there was a petition; I think they yeah, got fifteen thousand signatures. Petition. Is that a they lot? They were trying to no. <clears throat> well. Not for the viewers of Grey's Anatomy. And trying to get him booted off of the show. So Jesse is very, very, very pro-black. He's been married to his wife uh, for five years. They have two babies together. And he was once quoted as saying of his, of his wife, she's been with me through all different facets of my career. Mm. She's mm. stuck with mm. me through thick and thin and thin and thick. We know each other in and out. I actually met them, believe it or not. I went to a cocktail party and I want to say it was it was before he gave his speech. So it was either late 2015 or early 2016. And they were there together and I have to say they were a lovely couple. They seemed to me to be so in love, just like really on one accord. You know when people are just in sync with each other? Mm -hmm. And that's that's I mean, that was the impression I got, that they were really down for each other, that, you know, they weren't into the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. They were just keeping it really, really real. Mm -hmm. And the talk, now he's, he's divorcing his wife, and um, allegedly he's leaving her for a white woman. Now, we don't know if that's true, but allegedly he's dating a white woman. I think that's probably a better, more politically correct way um, <coughs> to say that. He's divorcing his wife, that's real, and allegedly dating a white woman. So that's does this make real. him a hypocrite? No. Why not? not? A little bit. Because first of all, it's alleged. Second of all, he's making a movie with Mika Kelly, and that's who everybody's rumoring that he's dating. So more than likely, it's probably an onset romance, and he slipped up and fell into some new stuff and was like, ooh, I want a divorce. But, you know, who knows? Also, you think that, that he is leaving his wife because of... I don't think that. From what I... I don't know anything about... I don't think anything, actually. I think if you know each other that well, maybe they just got to a place where they feel like they're just friends and that they're not romantically, like, linked anymore. Because uh, the only, like, one-on-one -on -one information <laughs> my I know... Face, my face is so telling. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Hold the face. It, obviously, it's possible. I would like to assume the best. Yes. And that perhaps they just got to a place where it's comfortable and they're friends and they don't feel like they're in an actual, like, relationship anymore. So, But it's sad because they got two little bitty kids. Yeah, and two, I, two beautiful kids. I, was, I remember them showing me pictures. The kids are gorgeous. But I was trying not to be excited about it, but, you know, I was like, oh, he's single. I want to hear your uh, take, but what I think is pretty ironic is these two seem like they had so much solidarity, and they were just in there for one another, and then he does this speech. Now he gets national acclaim for this speech and r national recognition. Now people know who he is. 
Now all of a sudden you're leaving your wife? So, like, mm. what's that about? And, mm, ah, it could happen. It, that could really it happen. It could, but he was building up. Like, the, the speech sort of, like, set it all the way off. But yeah. he was already doing a lot. Like, he was already, like, Twitter, black Twitter obsessed. Like, black Twitter was obsessed with him, like, through the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. That speech just kind of was, like the epitome like yes. oh yes he kind of brought it all together on a national stage so it was sort of like black girls were already like hey that's all he, yeah he loved the black girls and he mm-hmm. picks and he did. so it was already kind of <laughs> out there but, but not the, yeah. but not the same that's like having a blockbuster movie and all of a sudden you're everywhere oh, like girl. it's kind of like you're an overnight success so to speak mm-hmm. in terms of people being able to recognize you and know your name you know oh that's that black activist that, no that's Jesse Williams what do you what do you say Demetrius Hypocrite? Can um, he can he date? Say, <laughs> can he date a white woman and not be a hypocrite? That's the question I'm asking you. Uh, I think uh, Mika Kelly got a nice ass for a white guy. <laughs> He's so dumb. She too. I don't know if he hitting that right, but yeah. That ain't the question. <laughs> Can you answer the question, please? Yeah. What's, wait, the what's question? the question? The question was, you, is he a hypocrite? Not if Mika Kelly got a good butt. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, let me say this, because I, I, we don't know if any of this is true, but let me answer in the abstract. Let's say you got a guy that's very pro-black. Like and, Jesse Williams. Yeah, and he's dating a, a white girl. Could is he Like Mika is, Kelly. Like Mika Kelly. Is he, a, is he a hypocrite? Is he a hypocrite? If he himself is also biracial. Well, uh, uh, that's very interesting. I'm glad you threw that in. But I can see how people could say that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would He would be. Because, see, this is the thing. If you're talking about uh, how you're against white supremacy, if you're talking about how you're, you're pro-black, mm-hmm. what, what better way to show that? than the woman that you choose. That being said, Mm -hmm. whoever you fall in love with is who you fall in love with. But I will say this, for years of being, you know, involved in causes and being being a a black revolutionary or a rebel, I have noticed and Mm -hmm. seen instances where guys who are very pro-black will choose a mate that is 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 white yeah and and it it does lead to questioning of the credibility is this one guy i think he was french is it france fanon have you ever heard that name Mm. uh he he was very pro black i read his book Mm -hmm. and everything had a white woman he really some said he really wanted to be a frenchman but so it's it's weird Mm. it's it's not something that it's not the optics don't look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but if you fell in love with it, you fell in love with it. There's nothing you can do about that. But well, I think there probably is something you can do about that. No, not but if I no. thought you believed in the whole like fall in love. No. I do. Like, I, so I, no, I don't I would that. never no, 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 advise no. A, a man. But it's still or a, a woman. choice. No, no, hold up now. If you fell in love with them, mm-hmm. now I'm not going to advise you. That's, it is your choice whether or not to stay with her, but I would not that's, say, look, you got to be with a black black person or whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, you can't help who you fall in love with. If, that, if that's who you fell in love with and you say you want to be with them, I can't say you chose to fall in love with her unless I get some more uh, information well, about so, them. Sometimes, unless you, unless you have to be around somebody, 
You know, if 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 you have to be around like, somebody for like your you're work, doing a movie, like you're doing a movie, right? <laughs> so. and, and then too, I mean, movies are difficult because you're in such close proximity. For you know, hours. even though it's for hours, you're acting. <laughs> you know, you're still spending time. There's you know physical touch. Those feelings are real. Those feelings can be come back and cross over and really become real. So that to me is something that perhaps you cannot control to a certain degree. You know, I mean, once they, the director yells cut, you really got to protect, especially if you have a family, you need to go back to your trailer, she ain't invited. So yeah. I'm saying there are things that can be done to kind of curtail or, 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 or derail, basically, you falling in love with. Somebody. Yeah, but, but what if his wife was like, so you said like once he got like the recognition for the speech and all yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe all that attention was something she wasn't comfortable with and didn't like and didn't appreciate more women because I would assume then we why were already didn't she file for divorce? Well, I didn't finish. He filed? I didn't he finish. I, I'm, I didn't finish. Courtney, the point filed, is though. that could have changed her behavior it, in their relationship, which could have been partial part. Courtney, Courtney like him, so she the... tried not to blame him. <laughs> That's some, no, Courtney. No, I blame her. It could be no, all I'm not. Look, look, it's look. all I, I, I like, I like the brother. Like I, I like what he said. Sometimes shit uh, To answer yeah. your question, yeah. to be honest and fair, Yes, uh, I. If somebody said he's a hypocrite, I would not. I would you, not you say would, that. You would understand. I would definitely yeah. understand yeah, because understand it looks hypocritical. Is, is it just a time? Is it just maybe just too soon? Well, that part. I think year. part of that yeah. is the issue. Is you just filed and it's already rumored. That, but that is yeah. could be media nonsense because they're making a movie together. And they've been together. Him and his wife. What thirteen? Thirteen years, years and married for time. like six or something. Yeah. That's a long time to be with. Yeah, it's a long time to be with somebody. Aww. It is. So maybe they just tired. I hope something. they work it out. But for you do got a nice ass For white girls. Talking about Minka Kelly still. You gonna get some? You gonna get some? You gonna get some hate mail? I don't give a shit. How they send your hate mail? Sharif Fletcher <laughs> across all platforms. You are a nut. All right, so let's let's move on because our show today is we we want to discuss um, the power of no. Let your no be a no. Let your no be a no. Let your yes be a yes, but let your no be a no. Yes, and no. this. <laughs> He didn't say no. He didn't say no. This is this uh, next story is um, from a mom who uh, teaches her kid that he doesn't have to share, and her sentiments go viral, and everybody has an opinion. This is her little boy Carson, and and they were. Hey, why don't you do this? Courtney, because you sent me this. Can you set up the? Um, I don't have all their names. Oh, okay. Can I take the notes? Well, uh, um, Alanya. That's mommy. Elania Cal- uh, Kohlberg and her son Carson, and they mm-hmm. go to the park. They and- go to the park, and little Carson w- had a toy, and some other kids came over to try to like play with the toy, and he didn't mm-hmm. want to play. And she said she noticed that he looked anxious and uncomfortable and whatever. So she went up to him and was like, "No, you don't have to play with them, and you don't have to share your toy." Come back over. So the, apparently the other kids went over back to their parents, and their parents were looking at her like, oh, no, she didn't. Like, you don't make teach your kid to share or whatever. And she rolled her eyes and said, I don't care. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So little Carson played with his toy, and eventually another little girl came over, and he played with her with mm. his toy. And then she wrote this whole post that she posted on social media, basically saying that, yes, teaching to share is important, and you want your kids to be able to share, but I see a lot more people as adults who don't know how to say no comfortably without stress and ruining their lives because they haven't learned how to say no. And I'd rather teach my son to be able to and be comfortable to set boundaries in his life and to say no. Very good. Do you agree with um, 
with with the mom's position, Demetrius? I'm I'm back and forth okay. because I do like the idea of people expecting others to share, especially in this overly capitalized society that mm -hmm. we have in, in America. However, at the same time, I don't like the expectation that someone has something and now you have to give it to all of the rest of the group. And to piggyback on what she said, she said the little boy brought this to share with the little girl yeah. and, and maybe one friend. other person. Yeah. So he was overwhelmed. So there are two lessons to be taught, the lesson of no and the lesson of of sharing. Yeah. And then there's the other side of me that thought, I don't really give a shit. This is problems that, <laughs> aff aff affluent problems. <laughs> That's what it is. They, they didn't Rich share. They, at least you got a I damn transformer. You got a toy to share. <laughs> you know? That yeah. was my response to it, actually. I was like, it depends on the kid. If your kid is a little asshole and has a whole bunch of stuff, like yeah. you need to make him share and right. be okay with that. But... At the same, everybody talking about anxiety and feeling stressed because there's too many people that want to play and like you know I, I just was like really y'all like they can't they four five years old maybe and it, then the whole talent I could just see the whole scene where I don't necessarily like the what the mom is telling him not to share I don't like the kids running <laughs> to their parents saying he won't share but at the same time I like the expectation that hey why aren't you sharing because that will build a better society yeah. and I want to teach children and is that, that really the avenue to be like this is how you learn to set boundaries and say no. Like there, I don't really know. Well, that when that's... we get become adults, we don't want to share. So, <laughs> so you talking about uh, on the playground? I mean, I see both. I guess uh -huh. I see it always because yeah. in the end, like, okay, I got a kid that, or, or my god, kid that's like a people pleaser. But at this point, she's now you know almost twelve years old. So mm -hmm. like, but mm -hmm. so I teaching that whole like it's okay to not to say no and like yes. if you don't want to do something like that's a thing that I think she's aware of and mm -hmm. can comprehend and like needs to be at that age with a toy like I don't really see necessarily that that but if you know your kid and your kid is super anxious and freaking out because there's too many kids coming at them whatever like I guess it's well, possible well you least. she had to she was definitely put in a situation where she had to address it I think yeah. I mean anytime you you see your your child <laughs> being overwhelmed and and agitated you have to somehow that's true and that's, you know, a, that's a mom's job yeah, yeah. You, you, to nurture and I to protect and, and and what have you um I think too. It might depend on the approach. Yeah. You know, what, like what you mean? well, it said that these kids that he didn't plan, that he didn't even know. This is what this is what the, how the story read, that these kids that he didn't even know kind of rushed over to him, and were kind of you know kids don't really have a sense of what's yours is yours yeah. and what's my. They just think everything is theirs. These kids deal with a major sense of entitlement. That as parents, that is in them. As parents, you've got to direct that into a different positive direction, which is why you teach them to share. And you don't think they came to them and said, hi, I'm... No, because that's usually... It's probably not. not. Never, well, introduce give themselves. me your toy. No. That's, that's not the you story. <laughs> give me your toy. Sandwich. Mine. It's no. mine. Well, well they're young. They probably were like, yeah, mine. Can mine. I take play? Like, and just touching it. They're not like, hey, my name is Demetrius. Yes. Can I play can with I your play son? Play with your my name is Demetrius. What's that, Optimus Prime? <laughs> can I hold that for a second? Oh, you tripping. He won't share. <laughs> <laughs> and I told the mafia he won't share because that's what we're taught. You're supposed to share. That's true. So sometimes it is the approach. So if the approach was, hey, Courtney, I like your I like your bottle of Serenity juice. Can I have a little bit? No, I don't share. I think hey. that's mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> she got a nice ass. Can I hit that? Wow. She won't share. <laughs> you always got to take it there. It always goes back. Always got to take it there. But I think, to, yeah, I, I, the approach. Don't you agree? The approach really yes, plays a part matter. in us. You it know, does matter. We there are there are adults. We people that we know. We know them on both sides of the spectrum. We know them to be too selfish, and we know them to be too giving. To the, in the sense that they don't have, they're not setting proper boundaries. I can't stand they a selfish-ass no. adult. I, I, I really can't. And I know some, and I, ooh, I you can't selfish. stand. selfish. No, no, I'm you not. You told me no, and I did not like I'll it. I tell you no every opportunity I can get, because you need that. So you can't stand yourself? I ain't going to say, I ain't gonna say to why. She need that. You want to know you why she need that? Because Sheree think every dude walking around L.A. is her man. <laughs> who's supposed to roll it out basically a while and start paying for shit. So I don't tell her, I ain't your man. I don't think that. <laughs> Me? As much as I pay for stuff? Oh, y'all <laughs> to do when mom he and dad fight. So tripping. Anybody that knows me knows I'm always ready to handle mine, but I'm old fashioned in the sense. <laughs> well, I think if we're dating. In the words of Bill Cosby, if, that's the biggest butt you're going to ever my see. Thing, my thing is if we're dating, yeah, I do if expect we're dating, the man. If we're but dating. I will, however, I will offer to pay sometimes or, you know, I'll make dinner or something. That's, you know, yeah. But you, <laughs> Lord have mercy, this Negro, you done made me lose my whole train of thought. Oh, Sheree doesn't I'm, share I'm in my feelings. <laughs> but oddly enough, I don't count you as one of those people. I'm talking no, about somebody else. You're not a selfish person. Not at all. I'm very giving. No, you think you're a pimp, but you're not a selfish person. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks you're a pimp. She thinks you're a pimp. Look at it. See? That's why she Look at her. She didn't deny it at all. She didn't She thinks she's a pimp. Producer, can we go to a commercial break? Do we? We don't. Oh, we don't do commercials. Oh, okay, okay. We can do. Wow. We can do a commercial for some pimp shit. You know what? <laughs> Talk about these trues and bowls and stuff like that. Courtney, jump in. Help us out. Help us out. I'm gonna just drink my Kool Aid. So let me ask you this: What are you? What are you gonna teach? What would you teach your children about sharing? What's what's the lesson? What's the lesson? What's the what's the what's the balanced way to do it? Oh, and I, you know what? I did kind of want to say. I love this little picture. She's looking at him like, uh, no, bruh. Uh, hello, no. Uh, nah, uh, not 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 today. But I think too, you have to. I, kids, we teach kids about being a good steward over their stuff and protecting and taking care of of their things. It might be just being a bad steward if I don't know you and let you take my stuff. Right? I don't know how you're going to treat my stuff. I don't know how you're going to care for it. So maybe the telling the child just like the, the knee jerk you have to share is maybe a premature lesson. You know what I mean? Not premature. Maybe it's an advanced lesson. It's, and there needs to be some I, Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a balance yeah. where you teach them you should share how, however... There are times where you may not want to share, and this is how you not share. Yeah. How you should go about not sharing. When is it okay to not share? Just because you don't feel like it? I'm according to what you think. I kind of think if you don't feel like it, that could be part of it. Like, but you but see, kids will run or can run that. amok like, with these and take them to the extreme well, either point, way. But that's why I think it's very environmentally specific. Like if you and knowing your kid, like if you have a kid that you notice constantly wants to not 
share their toys and wants their own yeah. toys and is taking toys from other kids. Like, that's a different situation. Right. If you have a kid that will share, but you see the kid sort of gets overwhelmed or stomped on by all the other kids all the time and they feel like they can't, like, control it, then mm. you have to help them facilitate how they should share yeah. and what they have control over. In that situation, kind of I would have been fine with my child <laughs> saying no. Yeah. To like six kids just running up to them, asking yeah, you for the transformer. Yeah, you can see that would make you a little uncomfortable and a little. I, I would imagine that would be confusing more than anything. It's like, why are you coming after my stuff? It ain't confusing. Like, it's like, stop! I don't want this. I think the child knew exactly. Like, I, hold up, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> you might yeah. break it. I don't know you like because that's the other right. thing. Because when we do sort of just say, yeah, you need to share. You're sort of giving them like that. I have to concede in situations that make me uncomfortable. And you don't share with everyone, of, and you don't share with everyone, and you don't share everything with everyone. I like I like so, to share yeah. with friends. I believe in sharing yeah. with friends. So, so have play dates at your house and stop hanging out with weirdos on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, oh, <laughs> That's my solution. Oh my god! Okay. And the playground's See? nasty. Look isn't that you? isn't that sweet? The playground's nasty. Now what's going on here? She's sharing her little ice cream. Is she cone. or no. is she taking his? Sharing. <laughs> See, that's Cherie right there. That's Cherie, that little girl like, okay, give me this. But that's cute. I'm so hot, y'all. I'm having a hot flash. I promise you. I think she's she's sharing her ice cream I I do not think that's You think she's taking... No, she's she's trying to take it. She's got a better grip on it. Look at that. He's he's just... he's. There's no way that is. I hope they're brother and sister. Why they looking on the same ice cream? He's getting ready to take it from her. They're just kids. They're just kids, Courtney. Dang, girl. They gonna get You know how many parents kiss kids in the mouth and give them... What? Herpes. Oh, you gonna no. be one of them parents? Lord, have uh. mercy. <laughs> Lord, we we're not gonna be able to touch and see the baby until he's at germs, least two. Man, germs are real. But you gotta get them you, infected with. Stuff. Yes, but licking and eating after each other is something very kids, different than being are, around and touching and How many times hugging. as a kid did you pick something up off the ground? In spite of it's what your mama t- told you. You didn't pick it up off the ground and eat it. Off the ground? Hell, what? last week. I was going to say, I still do that. <laughs> is that like a thing? And it was proven that like the five-second rule is like totally what? not Let true. it be some candy. Oh, it, it it's be... less than that? It, oh, it's... No, it doesn't exist. Like, if it falls oh, on the ground, whatever is on there is <laughs> Hell, on the ground. Okay, well, look. What <laughs> I always, that's what I'm saying. We look, eat look, it. Look, let me say this. I always tell people. When you drop something, more than likely in this day and age, what's in it is more likely to kill you than the shit. That's, that's, counter, real. So. that's real. I agree with that's that. That's why you're supposed to pray over your food before you eat it. Mm. Hey, man. You bless mm. it. You Thank bless you it. Lord. You cover it. So let me ask you the things that your mom taught you. What things have you? did your mom teach you that you consider at this point in your life to be invaluable? I saw that question on our rundown, and I thought... I need to, I want to really ponder that. Because, like, obviously it's, like, the yeah. basic lessons that we always get. And what I came up with, Deborah Stewart, who is my mama, I decided the best thing she ever gave me in terms of sort of, like, a lesson of existing, especially as an adult, mm-hmm. she really just sort of exhibited and honored the art of being unbothered by almost anything. <laughs> I don't like, and I, that can sound a little bit, especially in this like shade universe that we live in now. Like, but I, but really, like stuff would just happen, and my mom was just dignified and unbothered. Was and she, she a would loof? just move. She wasn't aloof. Like was she, she in was, denial. She was present. She was there. It wasn't denial. It was just like. <laughs> I think that she always felt 
wherever she was and what she was doing, she, she was comfortable stuff. and she didn't sweat it. Like, if people were coming yeah. at her sideways, like, I don't think I've ever really seen my mom, like, be, like, tripping off of somebody doing mm. something shady. And I definitely, as a kid, would be like, I can't believe my auntie did that. Mm. But that kind of stuff. But my mom was just like, it is what it <laughs> when is. When they went low, she went high. <laughs> She was just doing it. She was like, all right, we good. And she wasn't, like, overly, like, yeah, that's... about it. She didn't have nothing negative to say about nobody ever, which is art that I need to get. But, like, she just kept it Yeah, she just chill. kept it cool. And she was just like, oh, you're going to, oh, okay, I'm going to just... I'm going to just keep doing me. And I feel like, of if nothing else, like, watching that, because it wasn't like something yeah. she was like, this is what you need to do if mm-hmm. somebody is doing this. She just did it. And I feel like it kind of gave me the sense that I was, whatever I was, mm-hmm. in all its yeah. splendor. splendor and non-splendor, I'm going to just, I'm me. and that's So she kind of led by example versus yeah. the do as I say. Yes, you know both my parents uh, yeah. were good at the don't do what example. I do 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 what do what I say. What about you? What 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 lesson did your mom teach you that you I were was really grateful for? When, when I saw this question, why? Because like, my mom, because you've been figured, lying. No, I was like I had to be about <laughs> five or six. Oh, sorry. Thank you, thank you, Steve. That's our producer. Told <laughs> <laughs> me come up to the mic. Uh, my mom told me something. I was like, man, am I gonna say that? I was like, where hell? Yeah, she told me I was like five. No, I had to be like six. I was like six, and she was like, she was talking about somebody. I'm not gonna say who. She's like, Demetrius, don't be a cockhound. A who? Cockhound. She said that. Yes. Your mom said the word cock. She dropped cock on you. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it involved chasing after cockhound. Somebody who's chasing after women for their at five. It's like six, six, something like that. What? What did you? So it, it okay. stuck with me, though, because throughout my, my life, I was always choicy about who I had sex with, because I will remember that. Okay, we Amer- all of America is scratching their head at, yeah. at this. So that was one lesson I remember. A cock You were, but what, it, but no, 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 but at six years old, first of all, you don't even know what the word means. You don't know what cock means, you don't know what how means. Well, I knew somebody that kind of knew that, because they were talking about that stuff at seven, and I was surprised. I was like, yeah, y'all do The C word, though? I didn't know none of that at that age, but there are... That was like a white people word. We didn't say, do we, like, you my black friends didn't mind. say well, this is, the C word. But she said cock hound. She wasn't yeah, running around talking about yeah. cocks. So you didn't say, and then it well, became, what does that mean, mom? No, I was smart. I could pick up on the context. She was talking about somebody, them always chasing after women, and, you know, and then it turned into don't be a hoe. And so that's as I got, got older, and it's, it really stuck with me. You weren't a hoe at all? No, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like, I was like 18 or okay, yeah, something so like that. You, you weren't a young hoe. No, so I'm not. No, I'm not. Hoe? No, <laughs> no, believe it or not. No, I've, I've always been very choicy across the board about who I had sex with. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so it's not like, I don't think I even had like a one night stand until I was in like my 30s. Are you slut shaming? Right, what? What, what do you think? What do you think? What are y'all sluts? No, I've <laughs> never had a one night stand, so I don't know. No, I'm saying, what do you think of men that that spread their love around? They hoes. I don't. I don't particularly particularly care for it. And, I think you should be more choicy about why, it. Why is that? Because the same thing that I say to women, you don't even know this person. Yeah. If you wait a little amount of time, you might find. You know what? I don't need to let this person see me yeah. naked. Now, for, for those who do. I'm not a big, I'm not a judger, so mm-hmm. it's not like, 
I'm gonna condemn them. It's just not not for me. But if someone asks me a question, what do you think about it? That's why I think about it. But I don't have no problems, you know, with them. I we can hang out. I can watch them. I'll laugh when they're like out hunting, trying to get ass or whatever. But it's not for me. Hunting you know what? Ass. I just read. I read in. I think it was Cosmo. It was mm-hmm. Cosmo or Glamour magazine. And it's really interesting because, you know, we talk, we do, and we teach our children. I taught Trey to say no sexually. You know, I said, you know, I want to teach you the the way it's in God's word, that, you know, that you wait until you're married. Now, I knew damn well he wasn't going to do that. However, I had to do what I felt was right. You know, you give your kids the tools, and then they make the choice. It's it's his life. He gets to choose. But um, they're saying that adults now, the millennials, aren't saying no in terms of sex, what's happening is with all these dating apps that are taking over, mm-hmm. it's kind of desensitizing us and disconnecting us, and they call it the sex interview, where your first encounter is not at a bar, it's not, you know, somewhere having coffee or dinner or whatever, it's literally having sex. And if we're not compatible having sex, then then we go our separate ways. That's very that's much true. true. That's very true. For sure. That's very true. true. we confirm (laughs) so well then it kind of it it kind of um unhinges your 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 mother's advice do you think that's outdated advice no i think i think it actually goes along with it where it's like you're having the if you're having a sexual interview you see that you aren't compatible that's good to have the interview but you kind of gotta be a hoe to do the sex interview thing. Why? Well, because that's what I'm saying. That's how they're meeting people. We're meeting, and the first thing I'm going to do, I don't even need to waste. What they're saying is, the thought behind it is, I'm not even going to waste my time. Oh, but but no, that's not what the whole thing is about. That's not what the whole thing is about. Because, see, a hoe doesn't really care about compatibility. Like, I've known guys where it's like, it's not about if we're compatible. It's whether or not you'll say yes that's the problem. That was the problem on Family Guy, like when Quagmire was doing the, I told mm-hmm. you about Tinder. He was accepting all invitations. Mm-hmm. And that that's the problem. There's no selection process going on. The sexual interview, I don't really see a, a, a problem, mm. problem with that. You wouldn't say no to the sexual interview, Courtney? I mean, when you say interview, does that mean we're having sex? <laughs> I'm so confused. Who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> right here. Do do do. What? What? What's the Twilight Zone music? Do, 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 I do not do, remember do, do, hearing do, do, do. so long. I don't do dating apps. You know. Yeah. I, I want to. You know, feel I somebody's d- vibe before I even like. I did him for a little bit. I tried. I will say, saying no was very empowering. I liked the swipe. Given that women can get sex Loved almost it. at like will and without much work. Yeah. I think it's very good. If I if I had a daughter, I would definitely. If I had a choice of who to teach, no, it would probably be her first. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we're the receivers. And I think we're wired a little differently. We just are, you know, and there's, you know, can we do what men can do? Yeah, yes. there's a, there are some Physically, women. we can, but I think it takes on a different um, direction with us. It, it, it's, it's, I know that I'm not wired personally to be able to just do these sex interviews. I, I'm just not wired that way. Damn, you can't and, even do the sex interview? Oh, absolutely not. A sex interview where I don't know somebody and I'm going to give you the most intimate and precious thing that I have? Well, Sheree, I see you got some references here. 
<laughs> you had a bit of a dry spell. <laughs> There's a gap in your resume. What was it? What happened there? You don't want to talk about that. There was no worthy opponent, sir. Oh, okay. That's how it works. All right. <clears throat> She's had a worthy opponent, little by light, the way. Light in the skills category. Yeah, you got to be. You gotta, I, I really think that, and I'm not saying this to be arrogant. I just think that women, we're just so, what we bring to the table is so valuable. Oh, good Lord. I'm serious. <laughs> Here we go with this shit. I think everybody's is valuable. I, I'm talking about mine, Courtney. Okay. This is Sharif Fletcher, E. Pray Live. I'm talking about mine. She's got <laughs> the miracle <laughs> That's Sasha. <laughs> no, okay. No. So let's get back. We 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 are we are on track. We are on track. So I wanna I wanna say something that my mother taught me. And I do remember my mother telling me all the time, you're so selfish, you're so selfish, you're so selfish. And I hated that because I never really understood what that meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do think you're very giving, though. I'm super giving. You're very giving. So, uh, you know what I think? Like, I had a younger boy. <laughs> this sounds like somebody that's selfish. She calls me selfish, but I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm selfish. What? Courtney, what is that? Penny, for your thoughts, Courtney. I can't breathe. <laughs> Maybe you are selfish. I'm not selfish, but you know what? I was very particular about my stuff. And I had a. <laughs> No, because I always had my friends coming over, so I always shared. We always did stuff. But my brother would come in my room and take my stuff, and it would drive me crazy. My thing is, if it's mine, like the mom, ask. So this belongs right. to me. Give me the option. So basically, can I have yes. something for me that's mine? Is what you're saying. That's what. That's, that's the right, essence I, of I'm being selfish. <laughs> what? That's selfish. No. What? It's not that. To me, that's being a good steward. This belongs to me. This belongs to me. If I feel that you are not worthy, if I feel that you are not going to take care of this, I cannot share with you. I can't share with you. Because... Oh, so that was your issue with your brother? Yes. Did you ever articulate uh, that to your mom? Yes. Did she believe you? I was still called selfish. <laughs> <laughs> no. What was he trying to take? Just girl, every like socks. He'd just be taking dumb, <laughs> random stuff. Like, dude, stay out of my I freaking bet room. I your brother too. I, I just am, thought about that. I am very particular with my space. I'm kind of territorial. I think more than I think selfish is the wrong I think word. It's I'm, all going. In, I know it's going it's wrong. Going okay, down. so let me let me just okay let me let me <laughs> let me change it to a positive note. But she feeds us all, y'all. She I, is what I'm very saying. very good. No, she's very a giving. giving. No, no. Let she's me say very this. Giving. Regardless to anything that that I may say or think about you, America, <laughs> I do think Cherie is one of the most giving people I've yes. ever encountered. I agree. You did. You said I was one of the kindest people you ever met last mm-hmm. week. Thank it's you. True. And Courtney agreed. I completely mm-hmm. agree. And Michelle agreed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm sure there are other people out there who, who agree. I don't think you can be considered very kind <laughs> and be selfish. Like, I don't think you can be considered selfish and very kind. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yeah. Who do we know like that? Give me an example. Uh, probably the majority of the 1%. Per- 1%. A lot because this is a thing. So let let's say this though because we we, we make selfish a dirty word. Yes, and it's not, <laughs> we do. It is. is it, I don't think, I don't it's, think a it's a dirty word. word. It can. I don't think it. It can typically, be. typically eighty percent of the time. The way it is. we use it, eighty yes. percent of the time. It because is. if you're not sharing your toys, somebody will say a mother could say that's being selfish. 
Well, this is last week. Courtney said something that reminded me of a lesson that I learned earlier in life. Mm-hmm. Where, I, and I've said this before, a lot of times, especially in America, well, the world, we can't appreciate nuances mm-hmm. where things can be both. You can be selfish and you can be kind. It's just to what degree you are of each. That's why I'm like, no, you can be selfish yeah. and kind. Plenty well, of wealthy people give, give, give. But it's like they're giving like two, three <laughs> percent. But they got so much money where it's like, it's, man, it's like a lot of money. He yeah, seems but... so kind. She seems so kind. Selfish as hell. <laughs> That's why they're mad at tax changes. Mm. They're like, I already give all this. Right. Why I got to do that? Well, that's it's all relative. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's all it's all relative. But I wouldn't call that. Well, I guess you would if they give to. Yeah, I, I think. We yeah, they're giving. Would. They're we giving all up. this money. They ain't giving yeah. to their employees. No, they they don't. They don't want to pay their taxes. But you, we probably <laughs> wouldn't call them kind people. We might say they're giving. But no, but, they are kind people. But okay. they're also business people, which mm. kind of go like this. A lot of times, the way yeah, the way we interpret interpret business. It's like, oh, it's business, not my personal, which is one of the sayings that I hate because the shit be personal to me because it's personally happening to me, whatever the hell they're trying to do. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let us let me ask you. We got eight minutes and 30 seconds left. Is no a hard word for you to say? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to know. I've told you no and often. I, I don't like no's. Okay. I don't, I I will, don't take I'm gonna no very well. I'm going to give a caveat, though. Oh, yeah. There are some people that, like, you'd be like, damn. But I can't say no to them because they're just. But do you certain. say no? It, why? Because it, is it the approach? It de- is it because they're kind? Do you feel indebted? Like what is that? You know them like happy people that really just mean well all yeah. the time, and like you. There's just some people. Those are habitual like, line steppers. I don't those type no, of people. No, 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 not no, everybody. Not, not everybody. But like you don't have but anybody in your saying. life that like you just be like, oh, I don't want to do this, but damn. Well, 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 yes, yes, typically, yes, I do. I figure out a way. There's always going to be somebody in my life that I do not say no to. Mm. And that person shifts (laughs) depending on who's asking. It does. (laughs) does. You know, so, but I I try to figure out a way to tell people no that doesn't hurt their feelings. But I tell, I tell them no. Do you feel like you owe people an explanation with your no? It depends on the person. Mm-hmm. No. But mostly no. Typic- I can't just write no in text, yeah. but I'll I say no. <laughs> this. <laughs> really? Just no. Give me I a- say no, was- and then if they what respond. What was the question? What were they asking I'm for? trying to remember an example, but like if somebody responds and I'm like, oh, they took that. Okay. They wanted something. So your then vagina. I'll make something. You just said no. Like. <laughs> you have, just write no, That's an interesting question. I'll have you ever, because this is. I think this is why you have to be careful as a parent. When you do not teach your children boundaries, that it's okay to say no, then you'll grow up with those issues. You'll yeah. have you'll have boundary setting issues. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, sometimes it's hard to say no. no that's true. And, I, and no, when it even comes to giving up your body. Yeah, you want to know why? And this is the thing. And I think I said this on a few shows a few uh-huh. shows ago, where it's like some it, p- women are taught to not hurt men's feelings mm-hmm. and all that. And I told I told somebody one time, I was like, dudes are okay. They're tough. Say no. <laughs> They'll be all right. Go to somebody else. But I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I just gave them a blowjob. But what? that, okay. <laughs> but I'm going to throw something else on that, though. Come on, throw it on it. Put it because, on Because, yes, to a degree, that's sort of the part of the problem. But more of the problem is saying no to a dude can turn into an aggressive situation. 
And sure. a lot oh. of women are concerned about it turning into a, an aggressive situation. Like, simple knows, mm. like, walking down the street, somebody trying to holler at you and you, whatever, mm. like, can turn. And that girl did a whole video of how that happens and men, like, whatever. Yeah. So, to sort of, yes, oh, we don't hurt their feelings, but I think there's much more there in Sometimes. most situations. So, I'm not going to, no, no, I'm not going to say most situations. I know, like, one person that was like, I ain't want him to feel bad. Like, that's why you fake an orgasm, I think, not why you, well, like. you fake an orgasm? I'm not saying I've faked an have orgasm. Have you ever? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I have. How? What? How? How is that possible? So you, you just act like you did, and then you move on. Cause but, but won't we know that you didn't? No, well, we don't know. not if you have a condom on. Yeah, it you just get up, oh. and you know. You it's a, sometimes as a guy, sometimes you know I'm not gonna come. We could just do this all well, night. Then, well, then why not just keep it real? Like, just it ain't gonna Cause, happen. Cause, like, you no. don't want to hurt her feelings, right? That wouldn't hurt my feelings. Would that yes, hurt your it feelings? Would. would it hurt my feelings? No, but I'd be kind of pissed, like. What's wrong with me? It can't happen too many times. If it happens too many times, yeah. you know, so, you know, yeah, yeah that, that could that could be, you know, a shot to a woman's ego. It's like, you It know. is a little ego shot. Just like it's an ego shot if they know you faked it. Right. It's the same thing. Right. Hmm. Everybody's ego's hurt if they didn't. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Bring full joy. <laughs> she learned it stuff. <laughs> you ain't never faked no orgasm. No, ma'am. Never once. Nope. Praise the Lord for that. If it don't happen, it don't happen. Do you roll your neck like that? It's not about to happen. Get up. Have you, have you <laughs> no, had I to have, tell somebody that? I have said that, that baby. It ain't okay. going to happen tonight. No, I have said that. Okay, I did, I did say <laughs> like, that once that I recall. Because I feel bad. You just, it, it, it's not going to happen. Like, I just want to yeah, scare and you. Sometimes you can feel like it's, it's just not going to happen. For, for men, I think it's more, if we say yeah. it's not going to if if men, if we say it's not going to to happen, women look at us like you cheating or <laughs> something oh, wow. like that. Because I would it, agree with that. Yeah, because I'd be like, "What do you mean it ain't gonna happen? Why well, ain't gonna happen? Can't y'all come when the it, wind blow? What's going on? Not here? when the wind blows. <laughs> you're, you're spo- yeah. Oh well, this conversation <laughs> it's taking was all very, very juicy. Have you ever not said no to a situation and lived to regret it? Yes. What was that? I got to tell the story. I mean, it is live radio. I'll be very general. I went on a trip that I should not have gone on with Mm. a friend. And I knew it was going to go bad because it started bad and Mm. I should have never left. But somebody guilted me into going and being like, oh, that's mean. Like, you guys have already planned this. You're being selfish. You're being selfish. You need to go. And I was like, I don't need to go. Because I know myself, and I know mm. myself well, and I should have stayed in that space and understood that me going was not going to be a positive situation you could with feel that it. person. I knew, but they made me feel bad about how that other person was going to be feeling. Mm. And so I went for the other person, knowing that I wasn't in the space to even give a mm, about the other person. And I went, and it went all bad, and <laughs> now we ain't friends no more. Oh, dang. Huh. So you kind of have to, the lesson in that is just kind of to know your limitations, Like I right? knew my, I knew it and I listened to somebody else because people like yeah. will quickly, because I, I have been stubborn in my life. Mm-hmm. You? I have. So as a younger mm-hmm. person, I was sort of like, <laughs> when somebody is like calling me selfish or telling me I'm being stubborn about something, I was very aware of it because I've been told it since I was a really small kid. Mm. So I'm not trying to be selfish or stubborn. So you were told you were selfish too? I was told I was stubborn more than selfish. Mine was mostly stubborn. (laughs) 
I didn't really have nothing. Nobody was trying to snatch up out my room because yeah. most people were scared of me. But I had to, <laughs> I was still I had an older sister. <laughs> so I would steal bully. stuff from my sister. And my yeah. younger sister wouldn't take anything. But that's irrelevant. The point is, is yeah. that I, a sensitive you spot, said, yeah. I don't want anybody to feel like, like, I was very <laughs> aware that I have been labeled as stubborn and I don't want anybody to think that I'm not flexible and willing to do stuff. So, like, somebody's like, you're being stubborn, just deal yeah. with, like, this person really cares and wants you to, you are being selfish by not, like, letting go, so, blah, 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 and just going. Let me ask you this, this is the, our final question, and then we'll go to our <coughs> Halo Award, Demetrius. Um, what was the fear in saying no? For me, I didn't want to hurt the person. Yes. Because I, I, I have done that in the past and my goal, like, I'm never trying to hurt anybody. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, in pain myself. It wasn't going to harm me necessarily to go. But I knew that I wasn't going to be, you know, sometimes yeah. you got to do stuff for people to be around people that you don't necessarily going to keep doing all the time. Mm-hmm. And there was going to be something required of me in that interaction that I knew I wasn't ready to put up with. Mm. And that only made it go further south. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Courtney. All right, Demetrius, take it away with our Halo Award. Man. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like when I when I think, think the stuff that happens to black people can't get, like, that didn't happen. I understand why yeah. black folk walk around paranoid. Today's Halo Award goes to Oprah Winfrey for making a movie along with HBO about Henrietta Lacks. If you haven't heard of her, I have not seen the movie yet, but I heard her story years ago. Uh, She was a black woman who had cancer, went in for treatment, and her cells were taken against her will, and they're called HeLa cells, and they Mm. are what are called immortalized cells. She had cancer, and they replicate or they, mm. they continue to stay alive. Continue to stay alive or, I don't know. Yeah, they continue to stay alive. I am not a doctor, but they continue to stay alive, which allows for them to, they're perfect for, for study. Well, these cells were taken and basically passed around throughout the medical community throughout the world to, without her knowledge or her family's knowledge until about 1975 when the family members started to receive letters from various institutions asking to buy their blood and, and cells because everyone knew that they possessed this. Turn, turns out there have been, and I wanted to get this down, 11,000 patents based on these cells, and they, uh, researchers have grown 20 tons of material based on these cells. The family never received a dime, <laughs> Even to this day, the National Institute of Health uh, allegedly made things right no, by, <laughs> by uh, forming a board in which two of the family members sit on the board. And any researcher that would like to use the cells and research has to request permission. But the family doesn't receive any money. Wow. So once again, somebody has taken our shit <laughs> and not paid us. <laughs> But I appreciate Oprah making a lot of the entertainment that she has made. Some of it is a little slavey for me, but I could go every year with a one slavey movie. Slavey <laughs> is the adjective? You, you know, it's kind of old and black, but it should be made. And some, whenever people ask me, like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I say Django. That's my favorite Christmas movie. I would like to see a movie about slavery or something like that every year because I believe we should never forget and so, anyway, thank you, Oprah. <laughs> thank you, Henry Adelax. That's your halo award. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, there it is. 
Oh my God, you guys. Thank you for joining us. This is our show. We're going to go around, give our takeaways. And Courtney, tell everybody how they can keep up with you and give them something to take away. You can keep up with me everywhere <laughs> at Stuart Starlet. And I'm still trying to figure out the definition of a slavey. Like what? Slavery? You don't know where to. You you don't tell. You can't tell when something. You said slavery? okay. Old and black versus slavery. No, like, no, that's real thing. specific. It's all no. It's all slavery. Where you just one. You feel like they about to start sweating at any minute. What? <laughs> Oprah programming is slavery though. Greenleaf is a Greenleaf is not slavery. It's old and black. <laughs> it's old right? churchy it's and black. Good. It's good. It's old churchy and I black. I don't. I don't. That's, that's like calling dynasty slavery. No, dynasty's not slavery. Y'all, this is the end of the show. Can you okay, give a little takeaway? I'm going to drink myself. All right, give a takeaway. Demetrius. Serenity. Demetrius don't have a takeaway. Uh, All right. Damn. Do you have a takeaway? I did have a takeaway. Take okay, give him a takeaway. Take I don't even want to give it now. I'm going to take my ass <laughs> away from this show. <laughs> Where can they follow you when uh, you allow them? I of Demetrius. Don't nobody want to follow Demetrius. On, on Instagram. Don't follow him, y'all. <laughs> I'm about to post a lot of shit don't about your ass. No more follow. I'm Sharif Fletcher across all media platforms and... It's okay to be selfish sometimes. That's my takeaway. <laughs> Let your no be a no. I think it's about I think it's about your intent. I think intent really, really matters. And you can't please everyone. Sounds like your intent is to be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show, you guys. We'll be back next week. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire VHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at VHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Tip me, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.